It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. The trade deadline is over. Now it's time to see what the San Jose Sharks do for the final 20 games of the season. A couple of more segments and the final game of the long homestand will come to a close this afternoon against the Washington Capitals. Drew, it's been a kind of a topsy-turvy, wacky time in the NHL. And of course, uh, the last couple of days have seen more crazy trades. I think my vote for the craziest one was not the one that the Sharks sent Timo Meyer to New Jersey. It's the one where a brother was traded for a brother for the first time, I think, in NHL history. It is the first time in NHL history. Um, I got on some people that I know back in Canada who do all the, the stats, and they said, yep, definitely first time in history that brothers were traded for brothers. The great thing is this, though. Uh, you don't have to worry about housing when you get there. No. You switch teams. You're just going to, I'll just go live in my brother's house. He'll go live in my house and we're set and we're cool. Now, collecting the rent from your brother might be a tough <laughs> thing at the end of the year to settle up, but that's a different issue. That's a very different. I never thought of that part. But, you know, it is interesting. But the bottom line is, Danny, when I look at the, the trades and everything that happened, I look at two teams. Boston solidified themselves as the best team in the league. On paper, they are the best team. In wins category right now, they're the best team. 100 points quicker than anybody in the history of the league. Getting to 100 points in, in the season, better quicker than anybody. That's saying something. That's amazing. And they're, they obviously, Don Sweeney and the, and the operations department for the Boston Bruins decided, with this core, this is our last shot. They've got a team that is bonafide now the number one challenger for the Stanley Cup. The other team was the Edmonton Oilers. They didn't need Eric Carlson. They didn't need a puck-moving defenseman. Although apparently Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl told Ken Holland, we need a puck-moving defenseman. We need somebody who can get us the biscuit. But Eckholm, he can do, do it. that. Exactly. And he plays a very physical game. He's a big guy. That is a great pickup for them. And I look at the Edmonton Oilers and the way they're playing right now, they've had a course correction. So I would think it looks to me like Edmonton being will be moving up in the standings in the West. I think the West is set as far as teams. I just don't know where they're going to be settling out. And in the East, it's still a little bit more fun. Well, I think so. I, I think the Calgary Flames are still in the mix, though, for a playoff spot. It's going to be close, but uh, just judging by the way that things are going, I'm not sure that Big D is going to be behind the bench for round one. Well... I don't like their goaltending. No. Their goaltending's played terrible. And what's weird is when he first got there, he yeah. was good. Well, they were. But now he's doing the same thing that he was doing in Vancouver. Right. Yeah. So Mark Shermer's who we're talking about everybody. He's just he just hasn't been very good. So yeah, overall, some teams made some deals. I watched Jersey last night in the Jersey uh, Vegas game and uh, uh, Vegas won in the shootout. Um Timo Aiden was, Hill was pretty good. Yeah, he was. Timo didn't Timo didn't play. But you, you look at that team, and I still think the way they play is a lot of fun. I'm interested to see the Rangers, too. You know, the, the Rangers are one sexy team now, boy. They have got 
major league talent. They've got outstanding goaltending and defense, so they'd be a challenger in the East. But overall, the teams that had the opportunity to go for it, they look like they're, they're a lot of general managers were very aggressive in going all in. How about Connor McDavid lately? Yeah. He's on, he's, you know, bum didn't score last night. Scored six goals. He got zip. He got three points only. What is he doing? Unbelievable. He's a slacker. Um, he's, he's, uh, well, he's amazing. He, I, I watched him for five years, as I've often said, every day. The guy practices as hard as he plays. He is, doesn't take days off. He tra- He wants to be great. He doesn't want, I said this before, he doesn't want to be great. He wants to be the best player in the world, and he certainly is, and he's, he's dragging that team along. But Kenny Holland realized that they needed to do more to give him complimentary pieces, and he's done that this year. Last two years, Ken has done that. And the problem in, in Edmonton will be the peripheral opponents. Go back to what Ronnie Wilson said in, 19, in 2006 when he addressed the Edmonton media saying, I don't think, I'm paraphrasing, a, a Canadian team will ever win the Stanley Cup again. And, of course, all of them, they collectively lost their minds. But they asked him why, and he said, because of you guys. Because of the pressure you put on these guys, because of the pressure you put on these teams, you become cheerleaders instead of journalists. And everything, the, the, the spotlight gets really hot in Canada for a Canadian team in the playoffs, as we know. And it, it, th- that's where I look at that's where I look at the pressure that, that the Canadian teams have, Toronto, Edmonton, to go. If you get there and you get around in, all of a sudden now they're starting to plan the parade route and the players hear it. Listen, it's the game is is worldwide now. The game's global. I mean, you've got great Canadian players in the American program. The American program from where it was when I was. Um, let's say the last 30 years, when I was at Hockey Canada, um, the American um, USA Hockey came to Hockey Canada and said, what, what are you guys doing? How are you doing it? And they started going everywhere to find out. And look at look at their hockey program now. Look at the players here now in the, in the, in the NHL and across the world. American players are just as good and just as tough and just as smart as Canadian players. Look at David Quinn as far as the coach goes. Mike Sullivan, David Quinn. Um, Johnny McCarthy and John Hines, all from BU. I mean, there's lots of great Canadian. John Tortorella, our favorite guy in the world, USA coach. He went to Maine. Yeah, went to Maine. You know, there's so the Canadians are the Canadians. You know, being a Canadian, um, we didn't even mention Peter Laviolette. Oh yeah, sorry, Peter. Well, he's there's a question. Is he lasting this year? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, well, yeah. th- he's here today yeah. with with the Washington Capitals. Oh yes, by the way, we do have a game, and yeah. we do also have a team to talk about in San Jose that made a couple of moves at the trade deadline and will look a little bit different today. But before we get to that, I think Pete Laviolette's under under some pressure right now. And, you know, obviously uh, with Ovechkin there, they're trying to be as good as they can for as long as they can. Right now they're looking like they're not going to get in. Have you, you watch Washington play. And Alexander Ovechkin's a great goal scorer. But that drive, that's gone, man. He's, yeah, he's just kind of hanging out. He's just hanging out, just trying to score. I think Peter Laviolette had a really, really tough job to do this year. But I look at Washington; they haven't played very well. They haven't got goaltending. They haven't played great. They haven't played great, and they're trying to now build on the fly, unlike the Sharks. 
Well, let's take a look at what the Sharks have for this game. I think one thing that's really exciting in many respects is that we're going to see William Eklund for the first time this season. He's done a really good job uh, playing for John McCarthy and the San Jose Barracuda. 52 games, he's got 17 goals, 41 points. Not exactly lighting the world on fire, but showing a lot of flashes, especially when the team's on the power play there in the AHL. He's got a great release. He gets into position. He gets open. And he looks like he's stronger than he was last year, which is a big issue because he's kind of slight in terms of size, but he's gained and certainly in his leg strength, and he's been working really hard. I think the season in uh, the Swedish Hockey League did help him, even though he only scored one goal, and that was the last goal of the season for that team. But he's been much better this year. He's going to play with Tomas Hurdel and Fabian Zetterlund today. And then you've got Andreas Johnson, who picked up his very first point, showing the speed that you noticed on his very first time on the ice. He's going to replace um, the man on the left with Logan Couture and Alexander Barabanov. Uh, of course, Nick Benino played there the last couple of games. Um, so that that's a difference. Looks like Radim Shimek might play with Eric Carlson a little bit as the, they continue to tweak to see who goes with EK65 the best. And other than that, it's pretty much the same lineup for the Sharks with Kapo Kakinen in goal. So it's going to be a really fascinating game. I, I, I think that the Sharks should be playing with some energy here. This is the final game of the homestand, and it has been a disappointing homestand. Huge disappointment for the fans of the homestand. Back to basics, man. That's my key. For, my whole key for today's game is back to basics. Manage the darn puck. You know, I say it differently when we're not on the air. Manage the puck. Control it. Stop giving the puck away because you're killing your chances to win when you do that. Skate off the puck. Assist everybody. Be active off the puck. Get the puck deep. Work below the goal lines. Grind things out. Get going back to basics. The basics that work for the San Jose Sharks, we know because it has. The first period against... Brilliant. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant against St. Louis. And then the next two periods, give the puck away. Give the puck away. Give the puck away. Stop skating. Don't go through, guys. Don't check. That's good. That's losing hockey. The difference between winning hockey and good hockey and losing hockey is the work ethic. And they need to put more in. Kapo Kakinen in the Nets, as we mentioned. It'll be a very interesting game today against the Capitals. And we're on at 2.30 in the afternoon because we have a 3 o'clock face-off. So make sure you tuned in on the Sharks Audio Network for all of the exciting action. That's it for the Morning Skate Show for today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.